0: Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Meraki Unboxed podcast. My name is Sammy Brunner. I'm going to be taking us through the episode today with a co host of mine, who I'll introduce in a second, and three amazing guests. But before we get into the podcast episode, we introduce everyone Meraki Unboxed family. It is the 100th episode. Today is a celebration. We are going to recap where we've been, we're going to share where we are now, but most importantly, we are going to discuss where we're going as a podcast and as an organization overall. Um, but before we dive in today, I do want to give a special shout out to Simon Thompson. He is the brainchild behind the Meraki Unbox podcast. He started it back in May of 2019. Um, and the launch of this podcast has really helped create a beautiful community of engaged listeners, AKA all of you out there right now, who are just as passionate about networking and IT as we are. So. Cheers to the 100th episode. Thank you again to Simon, our founder. And thank you to our listeners for coming along with us on this journey and for making it possible. I am overjoyed that this is our 100th episode. Um, And I have a full-time job at Meraki, right? I lead a sales organization. And this is truly a passion project for me. And it has meant so much to me. So thank you to all of our listeners for being loyal and being on this journey with us. and, And to Simon for creating this. Um. So a couple fun facts about the podcast before we dive in. So we've hosted over 100 guests. That includes key executives, employees, customers, and partners. We've had over 100,000 listeners, and we average several hundred listeners per episode. So really, really cool statistics. Um, so again, thank you to all of our subscribers and for listening every other week and for tuning in and for giving us feedback and input. This would not be possible without all of you. So as we move forward, um, I'm going to be co-hosting certain episodes, but more importantly, we have a new co-host joining and that's who I'd like to introduce myself. So Tanner Yalik, how are you?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. How are you?
0: I'm doing so well. And if if listeners are loyal, they probably heard your episode a couple weeks ago.
1: Back on episode 95. Yeah.
0: There you go. It's good to be back. We're (laughs) so excited to have you. Um, You have the most incredible radio voice. And I think we've already talked about that. But Tanner, can you give us a little introduction about yourself?
1: Yeah, so I have been here at Meraki for just under four years, uh, approaching four years this summer, actually, and I was in the support organization here, but now I've moved to our product team, uh, focusing on the future of our MX product line.
0: Amazing. Well, uh, congrats on the transition and congrats on joining the podcast as a co-host. We are overjoyed to have you.
1: Thank you. I'm happy to be here, and I'm hoping to be as passionate about this as you are.
0: Oh, you're you're already doing great. You're already doing great. Um, well, without further ado, so Tanner and I are actually going to take you guys through the episode today. We're going to partner on this one. Um, let's get into it. Let's introduce our fantastic guests who are all Meraki employees um, who are here to share their experience with us uh, celebrating this special 100th episode. So let's kick it off with um, your name, your job title, your role, and uh, the number of years you've been at Meraki. Julia, I'm going to toss you the ball.
2: Awesome. Well, thank you, Sammy and Tanner. Plus one, Tanner, you have a wonderful radio voice. (laughs) Thank Um, you. (laughs) You're so welcome. Um, And hello, wonderful people. Thank you for having me on this 100th episode and wishing you 100 more and then some. Uh, My name is Julia Rockmore. I am a talent acquisition leader for our sales and non-tech business groups. I actually joined Meraki uh, June of 2012. That was six months before the acquisition. But I'm also a Meraki boomerang, so I did leave and come back So technically 11 years. But if you count the quick departure, uh, I just celebrated my 10 years last month.
0: Amazing. Welcome back to the podcast, Julia.
2: Thank you.
1: And then, Tyler, let's hear a little bit from you.
3: Yeah, certainly. I am Tyler Wozniak. I've been here in Meraki support for... Coming up on 11 years. Um Julia. I, th- I think we might have been in the same uh, start class in June 2012. Uh, it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, I've been in support the whole time. I've been supporting our products as they've grown over the over the decade. Um, it's been a it's been a fun ride, and I can't wait to see where we're going.
0: Awesome. Welcome, Tyler. And that's so funny that you guys were in the same class. Maybe. Wow. Uh, and to bring us home, Melissa, introduce yourself for us.
4: Thanks, Sammy. Yeah, my name is Melissa Alvarez. I have been here at Meraki for a little over three years, and I am a sales account manager in our U.S. public sector organization um, in Sammy's org.
0: Shout out to public sector. I love it. Well, welcome, all of you. Um, You know, as I said in the intro, this this episode is special, right? We're really looking at where is Meraki headed in the future, um, sharing stories about favorite memories. So, you know, Julia, I think it'd be fun to kick off with you. You know, tell us from from being at Meraki or seeing the changes over the last 11 years, what excites you about where Meraki is heading in the future?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And Tyler, we'll have to compare some photos from 10 years ago and see if, if we see each other on there. Um, <laughs> but from. I'd like
1: to see those photos.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but from a talent acquisition standpoint, um, I would say you know the continued growth and expansion of Meraki globally. When I joined in 2012, we only had our uh, San Francisco HQ where we had our teams hiring locally and globally out of that office. Um, and then in 2015, we opened our Meraki London office, followed by Australia office in 2016, and then added another US-based office in Chicago in 2020. So it's really exciting to see us continue to expand our external talent footprint in these new markets, but this also provides our internal talent an opportunity to experience the, you know, one company many careers uh, aspiration as you know Cisco says it very well. Um, so we're continuing to provide those new career, career opportunities, you know, that for individuals that are looking to expand and grow their career. Um, I'd say additionally, from a business standpoint, we continue to deliver towards our mission, right? And that's connecting passionate people to their mission by simplifying their workplace.
0: Awesome. I love that. And it's so cool that you've seen all the evolutions of the different offices opening up and being a part of that and, you know, having multiple careers within Meraki or Cisco. I feel like you, um, you nailed it. Tyler, what about your perspective from, you know, being a, in support? Um, what excites you about our future? I mean, you've seen so much of the product portfolio alone change.
3: Uh, yes. Yeah. The, uh, to touch, touch on Julia's point a little bit, yeah, this company went from being a, having a startup feel to where it was a little bit chaotic at start, and now we're like a matured culture that's much much more saying you know, on, on the day-to-day stuff um, and i like i love that i love that growth that we've had there and that's just like internally right what, what we've done as a company now as like a product as should do for our actual stuff we sell the rocky stuff um yeah i'm i'm glad tanner's here because the mx is my favorite product out of all of them and i love like where the mx was when, when i started was a lot simpler <laughs> um and where it's going like the things i've seen coming down the pipe the features that we have now and the under the hood stuff that's gonna be a little further in the future coming along, but just being able to see that growth continue it's been amazing um from, from a technical level. And I feel like I've grown and matured as the company has grown and matured. And it's been a really cool experience. And I'm just excited to see where we go next. I don't know how much I can talk about because being in support I there's a lot of stuff that you know doesn't really get out very often. But um yeah, this is
1: it's exciting. Well, one thing that I will expand on before we keep moving on um Tyler just a couple months a month or two ago you had we recently celebrated your 20,000th case closed so 20,000 cases closed uh leading the pack out there we had a little celebration for that so also congratulations on that by the way thank you wow
3: and
1: excited for another 20,000
3: <laughs> <laughs> I hope so yeah and it sounds like it's it's boring, but it doesn't. I swear, every week I get a new case I've never seen or heard of. Of things going, of uh, things breaking in that way, or things, those challenges, or these problems that we're hitting. You know, there's always something new, and I kind of love it. And that's what keeps me coming back to the job every week. Um, I will really, actually, I look for those challenges nowadays.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Wow, I'm so glad that you called that out, Jan. Tanner. Twenty thousand support cases being closed. Congratulations, Tyler. We're lucky to have you you've seen it all but yet you, you say there's, there's, new stuff always, you. there's always
3: more out there yeah there's always something i haven't seen
0: that's incredible melissa i'm going to turn it over to you talk to us about from you know kind of that sales lens and perspective what's exciting for you about the future here at meraki
4: yeah i mean kind of to piggyback also on what on what tyler said too is that it's the people here right the constant motion of trying to refine and get better Um, New products that get um, uh, installed into our sales base, such as like Gong right now, helping us get more nimble and better on the phone with our customers and really finding out ways to really dial into our customer base. And then on top of that, our constant growth in what, in paying attention to what our customers need in order to connect with each other, in order to grow their own businesses and their own network footprints is really exciting. Being able to showcase and show people what the Meraki platform can do for them is an interesting and unique experience with every customer. And that's what makes just the future at Meraki so open-ended and so fancy is that it can go anywhere. We have such excellent people and such excellent products and our customers are always ready to take the leap with us.
0: Yeah, that's an awesome call out. Hannah, I'll let you roll right. so, with the next
1: one. Certainly. So, let's go back to Julia. So, Julia, looking back on your experiences here at Meraki, what were some of the pivotal moments that you'd say helped create the direction of where we are today?
2: Yeah, this is a really great question. It, it definitely had me thinking um, as I was, I was uh, preparing for this. But I'd say you know the acquisition certainly played a big role in our success today. And what followed that really helped define um, who we are as an organization. So being part of the people team, uh, there are two experiences, or I would say probably more than two now that I think about it, that really come to mind. Um, And it's really how Meraki and Cisco responded to the pandemic, the social injustices, the global disasters, the war in Ukraine, you know, just to name a few. Um, I'd say since the start start of the pandemic, um, our ELT hosted regular check-ins to specifically, you know, do just that. And that was, Mm -hmm. you know, really to take the time to check in on our mental health and wellness for, you know, each employee, um, address the Cisco and Meraki perspective and, and actions towards the injustices and global challenges. Um, While bringing us up to speed on the latest business goals and outcomes, you know, they, they never shied away from the tough questions and comments. If anything, they responded, you know, in real time with, with empathy, vulnerability and care. And I think this really humanized what we were all experiencing, whether it was individually or, you know, as a team without feeling any guilt or pressure to focus on business outcomes. Basically, like we really felt like we were, we were, and we are more than that to the organization.
1: Yeah, it really was good to hear from them pretty periodically once that pandemic started and also to agree with the, uh, where we're going with all of those events and how we're responding to them. But so Tyler, same question to you. What were some of those pivotal moments that you'd say set the direction for where we
3: are? Right. Um, and being in support, I get more of the technical side. But for me the pivotal moments pivotal moments for for my perspective perspective is when um new features get launched, right? Not just new products, but like going back in the years, like when we first did switching, you know, we had to have customers always ask us, Where's layer three? Where's layer three? And eventually, you know, a few years later we got that out, and then we got stacking out, and then we got lots of other stuff. But just the seeing our products Mature and get more fancy and uh, get more features because a big thing that drives it is customers. Like I'll be on a call. I'm, I remember this call still years later. They asked us, "When are you guys getting cameras?" And then, literally a month later, we announced cameras. um It was, but it's always been that. You know, we we try to take what the customers ask for, what callers want, and we try to give them that through either features or other stuff. But those are the moments for me. Like when we launch a new product, we launch a new feature. My, I love the. The time where I get to, okay, I get, I get to dive into it and they really explore this new technology. um could be fun because you know, obviously my job is to support it, but now I get to learn more about it as well. Um, and that for me is pivotal. Like whenever we get one of those, and I don't know what our next product will be, but I can't wait to master it.
1: Always so exciting in support when a new feature, oh, yes. new product launches. So much fun. I always had a great time. But so, Melissa, same question to you.
4: Yeah, you know, for me, I started at Meraki at kind of an interesting time. I started on March 2nd of 2020. So the pandemic really hit Meraki, you know, I think we started working from home on the 9th. Um, And so ramping up and doing all of that and learning about Meraki during this kind of time of uncertainty, one of the most impactful experiences that I had back then was that we extended grace periods for customers. We really worked at having a customer first experience. We built creative promos to help people through this time. A lot of our customers, especially for me at that time, covering Manhattan, weren't sure if their businesses were going to survive. And so being able to offer them some sort of just soothing energy and really coming at it from a customer first perspective, really got me in that mode and has helped me continue to be successful as a sales rep at Meraki by building my business customer first and figuring out how does Meraki work best in these different customer use cases. Um, And that all was shaped from the way that we reacted and and helped shelter our customers through that very difficult time. Wow. Amazing
0: perspective. This is so cool hearing it from like a recruiting lens and a support lens and a sales lens. Like, it's just fascinating to hear, you know, kind of pivotal moments for each of you in your career based on kind of where you are in the organization. This is very cool. So I'm gonna ask uh, another question around kind of, you know, Meraki magic and what does it mean for each of you? And I want to start by talking about what our values are, right? So as an organization, Meraki has four key values that we kind of lean into as a company, right? One is care deeply. um, One is uh, being brave. Another one is simplify everything. And the last one is everybody in. And I feel like a lot of companies talk about values, but maybe don't live by them at Meraki. We really do lean into these values and live by them. And I think that's what so, helped. yeah, yes, absolutely. That's what helped create that Meraki magic that everyone talks about. So Julia, let's start with you. What does Meraki magic mean to you?
2: Oh, that's the easy one. Meraki magic is our people. I would say everything I shared so far, you know, had to do with the people behind all of it. Um, they really make this place unique and special. Um, and as you shared, Sammy, right? One of our values is everybody in. As as a you know organization, we work towards the same goals. We invite, accept difference in opinions, all while celebrating wins and learning from you know tough moments and losses. As Moroccans.
0: Yeah, you'll hear that over and over again. Like, why do you love Morocco? Or why do you stay at Morocco? <laughs> it's like the people, the people, the people, right? Yes. Okay. Um, what about you tyler what is what does Meraki magic mean to you?
3: Oh no, it's definitely the people um for me it's you know the the job of support is you know pretty stressful at, at at times, but there's something I always know is that I always have my coworkers be able to dig me out of a hole if I get too deep in or too stuck on something um and the whole yeah care deeply part, like if I went into a problem and I don't know the answer, and like say someone on my team doesn't know the answer. I can go cross team. Like I, I've, in the past, I've gone to Tanner's MX team and asked them questions about the MX because we in support had no idea how something something got in a certain way. But being able to draw on that knowledge base, like go go somewhere else in the company and ask the people that I need to ask a question so I can get the answer for what I need to do to you know to get to solve my case and get the customer's issue resolved. But not having the fear of like, oh, what happens if I, Go to the team, and they like they just laugh at me, or they give me the wrong answer. I That doesn't have to happen. in my head. I know I'm going to get the help I need if I go to the right team. Um, and internally, I, I can get help even finding that team. Um, it's, all, it's very helpful. All the all levels within this company. And for me, it's the people. Like I, when I get a problem or a new issue, I don't get frustrated at it or anything. I I know how to get help if I need it, and I know that help will be there, um, you know, all, all the time. And There's no fear in in reaching out to other teams. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So that everybody in component really sounds like it's prevalent for you. And that's amazing that you feel that support. Um, Even working with cross functional teams, Melissa. Give us the rundown. What is is the magic for
4: you? You know, it's a testament to Julia that I also say that Meraki magic is our people. This is a job, especially from the sales perspective, that requires excellence. I wouldn't near be as successful as I am here if I didn't have an excellent team around me, collaborating with me, supporting me, challenging me, allowing me to fail fast and learn best how to get back up on my feet. Um, And beyond that, just allowing us to let the technology speak for itself to a certain extent, right? Us are being excellent allows the technology to shine. And so that it really is a testament to the people that we have here, the doubling down on our Meraki values. It is a compass that I use on a daily basis on every sales call that I have, every um, mentorship meeting that I have with um, my mentees that I work with. I let those Meraki values be brave, everyone in care deeply and simplify everything, guide my hand in everything I do here. And it allows me to enter into situations, just like Tyler said, with no frustration. I have full trust that I have the right support people. I have the right team in place. I have the right um, everything in order to be successful here at Meraki and in order to help make sure that my customers have everything that they need.
0: Yeah, and I just wanna call something out quickly before Tanner, I toss you the ball again. Last week, Melissa and I were on a one-on-one and you said something that really stuck out to me, Melissa. This is your motto, which is I want to be the easiest person for my customers and my partners to work with. Like, I want to be the best. I want to be the easiest. What does that mean? Can you kind of lean in and like expand? What does that mean to you and how did you kind of cultivate that value?
4: You know, for me being easy to do business with is to go into situations open and curious is to ask my customers the questions that they themselves maybe haven't, you know, quite reached down upon. What's really going to hinge this deal, right? So where's the pain, how can we fix that? And being accountable to myself, being accountable to my customers is, is a huge pillar in, in being easy to do business with, but also recognizing that the easier I am to do business with, the easier it becomes for my customers to fall in love with Meraki. And simplifying everything is one of our values. So getting them to see that it is as simple as just giving me a call, us. Co- Um, Communicating about something, talking something through, getting them a trial, allowing them to try the product in their own environment. Takes away so much of the complication that everything starts to feel simple when you're dealing with Meraki, not just dealing with me, but dealing with anything that has to do with Cisco and Meraki. And that is where another piece of that magic lies where people start to see the seamless nature of the platform being um, showcased in the seamless nature with which they work with their account manager beautiful i love that
0: mentality thank you for sharing that tanner back to you
1: yeah so i think i've actually been really really excited to ask all three of you this question but so we'll go back to julia again julia what is your favorite memory as an employee at meraki
2: oh gosh when i was thinking about this i couldn't help but like chuckle (laughs) at some of the memories and just think about where we started and where we are but i have so many to share Um, But I'll say every moment we were able to get together, you know, as a company to celebrate, whether it was attending a sales kickoff, end of year celebrations, celebrating milestones, holiday parties, Um, Meraki, I would say specifically shout out to Meraki's employee experience team and marketing events team, they always did us right um, and had us leaving every event feeling celebrated, appreciated, and feeling really special. Um, to this day my friends and family they families, they still can't believe when I tell them the things we've done or, or gotten to experience, and I always get the reply, recruit me, hire me, every single time.
1: There definitely is no lack of celebration, that is for sure. <laughs> we definitely know how to celebrate being Never at Meraki.
2: Heard it. no.
1: So, Tyler, what is your favorite memory from Meraki? Yeah,
3: this yeah, I kind of saw this bullet point on the you know, like I said, and I've been thinking about it, and I don't think I can come up with a single, single solo event that was my favorite. Um, definitely, the trips are always fun. Um, in support, we have our—we used to have these offsites before the pandemic, where we would all leave, you know, leave the leave the Bay Area office and go somewhere else um, for for just a quick weekend trip. I don't know if we never could stop doing that, but we're kind of doing it again next month. Um, we have a bunch of our support. Engineers coming from Chicago and all over the country—they're all coming into uh, SF and in, uh, late April, and we're going to have a kind of a reunion on site. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. But if I'd, if I'd I know see, I'll look, be stopping uh, down for that. Yeah, April 21st. If you want to come by, uh, it's going to be quite a, the a, a Friday. But yeah, those kind of things, uh, those events—you know—even during the pandemic, we would try to all meet up on, uh, I know, virtually and try to. Up with each other, and that, those are definitely good memories. Um, I could say I, I remember when certain products launched, or that one time we you know we, we launched this new piece of software, but that's like work stuff. And that for me, that's not nearly as interesting as it, or as fun as the people meetups that we've been able to do over the years. I look forward to our next ones.
1: I always loved getting together with all of the other support engineers when I was in support, and I still do love getting together with them. It's a good group of people down there. Uh, so, Melissa, what about your favorite memory?
4: I think for me, because I'm in uh, Dashboard so often demoing, one of my favorite networks is – or fun, favorite moments is when I pulled up our Meraki network to demo it. And the day before, it had been 3 million. And then that day, it had been 4 million active networks worldwide. It was such an exciting change to see it flip over from when I started in 2020 as being in the high twos to now today. If I check right now, we're at 4.2 million active network worldwide. The map on our Meraki dashboard is basically all green. And so it is just a continuous um, moment of excitement every time I pop in here because it's something I get to share with our customers, our constant level of growth, and how many customers trust us to keep their data and communications secure. just feels so exciting every time I see that number go up
1: just crazy amounts of growth
4: yeah it's beautiful and it's just so great to see every time I see a little green dot on this map I'm like I just think what a happy customer right I know they have
1: a little green dot
4: yep little green dot
1: fantastic
4: it's Sammy I'll send it back to you
0: Perfect, perfect. Well, this was such a fun discussion. I mean, I think I'm, I'm gonna throw in one more bonus question and this is, you know, out to any of you to answer. If someone is, you know, listening or eager maybe to apply to Meraki or wants to learn more about this, about our company, you know, what's, what's something that someone might not know about Meraki that they should know before joining? You know, what's a piece of advice that you have potential candidates or listeners out there who are curious to learn more um, Julia, anything
2: coming to mind for you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think you know, being on the talent talent acquisition side of the house, and given we are a technical, uh, you know, a tech company, um, and there are very much roles where you do need technical expertise and background. I also do know from you know hiring sales and non tech, you don't necessarily have to be a technical person. I am not that person, and I've been here for almost 11 years. Um, and I think that just goes to Meraki being very inclusive to the the experiences and backgrounds of individuals. So, you know, you, you won't get that from a job description maybe or a job board career site. Um, but I will say, you know, don't let that hold you back if there's opportunities that you are interested in, in interested in exploring at Meraki. Um, again, I'm, I'll put, you know, a disclaimer out there. There are roles that require you to have the the technical experience, and there are many other roles within this organization that that does not. So, um, I'll, I'll leave it there. Yeah,
0: I love that. What about Tyler? Um, any, any pieces of advice maybe that you'd have for someone curious, you know, curious about Meraki and learning more or a fun, something that folks might not know anything resonating with you.
3: Um, I mean, it goes back to 1 of our pillars that. Be brave, uh, When I applied for working here. I didn't think I would be able to. You know, I was still in college. I just wanted to get the experience of going through the application and going through the interview process. And I think I was more surprised than anyone when I when I got that offer that came through. Um, I would say if you think it might be a good fit, uh, give it a shot. Um, I was not expecting to make it through the interview process and get this far, but here we are. And and I know there's others out there with the same with the same mindset. Like I I, I don't want to call it imposter syndrome, but like. You're more capable than you think you are. Um, and that's what this company has taught me. And I, and just just, you would reach out and give it a shot. I would say.
0: Mm, gold nugget. You are more capable than you think you are. Great advice, uh, Melissa. Any words of wisdom? Anything yeah. come to mind?
4: I would say if if you're interested in applying at Meraki or think that it might be the right role for you, or it just interested in in learning more, be curious. Follow that down. Right. Ask yourself some tough questions. What are you ready to to put into it? Because Meraki, especially on the sales side, is a job that benefits you the more you put into it. The more willing you're able to bring your most excellent self to work every day and bring your most excellent self to collaborate with your team, bring your most excellent self to collaborate with your customers and partners, the more dividends it pays for you. So, if that's something that interests you in having the challenge of really being able to Be in your best mode to to attack this business, then be curious about it, ask questions, reach out and and apply because I, just like Tyler, never thought that anyone would look at my resume in that pile and was so over the moon excited when I got this role. And it has only gone to help me grow more as not only a sales rep, but as a human being, my capacity for joy and compassion has only gotten greater Um, by working at Meraki. And so if that's something that interests you of being a creative problem solver, follow that down and and see where it takes you because this is an amazing place to build a career.
0: Beautifully said. We have to land on that um, and and wrap up because I think you just said it best. Uh, So special shout out to Julia, Melissa, Tyler. Thank you so much for joining today. Tanner, how are you feeling? First episode in the books
1: i feel great hopefully we have another 100 coming down the road soon
0: i know right can you believe it it's already been 100. well
1: definitely was, great that's... to definitely great yes. to have these three for our 100th episode you've been fantastic guests
0: yay i know I'm, I'm feeling all the warm and fuzzies right now so thank you to all of our guests tanner thank you for being my co-host today amazing job getting through your first episode um of amazing nuggets. And and, uh, I learned a ton from each of you. And thank you for being vulnerable and sharing your perspectives. This was perfect, way better than I could have ever pictured to to help us celebrate our 100th episode. So download, subscribe, tell all your friends about the Meraki Unbox podcast. We will be back in another two weeks with uh, a new episode and more content. So thank you again to our listeners and have a beautiful day. Take care.